welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Good morning, everybody. Uh, we are uh, here. I'm in here in New Hampshire. Yay! <laughs> uh, with uh, Kathy and her studio, uh, where we've been nearby in a running a lake house and uh, having a great time with the lake and being around. Actually, lots of people up here. In New I was going to say you've had a lot of fun guests, yeah. and and there is a good contingent from Living yeah. Waters that lives up here yeah. that you guys are enjoying fellowship with, right? Yeah. We have a, a great uh, group of leaders uh, up in this whole uh, New England area, and. Uh, one of these uh, great examples of uh, really when you, you think about, we talk about the supernatural. Um, when Dave uh, Dunkel, who's got a, a beautiful home, which he mm -hmm. actually had built more as a, a retreat, just a, in his thought, it was a business retreat. Mm -hmm. place. And he has used it for I mean, business yeah. retreats as well. Uh, but as, as he and I, you know, uh, started to you know, walk together, uh, seeking God, you know, he had uh, Dave say, well, I think God wants me to use it for retreats. Mm -hmm. um, so he did. We started doing it. And we were um, starting, we did what we call our pure abiding retreats. Right. And uh, Rick Ferris, who's a C12 chair up here, who had, who had come um, a few years before that and had been working the area, but it was very slow mm -hmm. uh, because it's not a, there's not a, a big population of uh, business people even you know who are overtly christians or certainly christians mm -hmm. but, um, and so we just started doing these abiding retreats um, and then through uh, people getting exposed to it like kathy and dan and scott uh, kristen cornell rick kristen janet cucchiaro uh, rick and kelly ferris uh, you came to abiding retreats, mm -hmm. learned it. Yeah, our first one was that day. <laughs> yeah, learned it, um, uh, and because of it's been growing over the years by word of mouth, and and the word of mouth is just bearing witness. Mm -hmm. Is that I've learned how to hear God's voice, and I've learned how to seek His will, and His will is really spectacular, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and He does resolve our, our things of life, and people could observe that. Right. Um, and then say, well, I'd like to learn. And so, you know, now all the leaders up here are doing multiple retreats a year, as well as small groups. And there's a, a building momentum. Absolutely. Um, of God bringing people uh, together through this, through the uh, seed plant mm -hmm. uh, of what we started, you know, 10, 12, 15 years ago. And now it's starting to really, really see the fruit accelerate right. because you're active in churches and uh, other people are starting to give it away and do electives. And um, as we look at God's will, and we talked, uh, we've talked a little bit about the aspect of timing and waiting. Mm -hmm. His his uh, view of time is way different. It's so different than ours. <laughs> um, 
because there's no rush to this, but now we can see the momentum mm -hmm. uh, that is building where there's just um, lots and lots and lots of activity. Scott and Kristen Cornell, for example, where, where we're staying in the lake there in Tuftonboro, New Hampshire, um, they actually were called to move there. Right. And they've discovered that God had called lots of other people to move to that same place. Right. Really with no direction other than just move here and I'll tell you what to do when you get there. Yeah. And, that, and none of them knew each other, mm -hmm. uh, but they've discovered each other. Right. Um, and they're recognizing, and then Scott and Christian are really helping at the very base of that and mm -hmm. say, well, let's all learn to mm -hmm. really hear God's voice right. and walk into his will. He's up to something mm -hmm. uh, big. And, and, we, and we talk about it in God's will, by the way, that uh, our approach mm -hmm. is, you know, for me. Right. What's your will for me? And generally speaking, our first thought is what do you want me to do? Mm -hmm. And as you walk through, and we have a course, you know, called Discerning God's Will, um, we help people understand that um, the first thing we start to recognize is God says, it's not about what, what I want you to do. I want what I want to do for you. Mm -hmm. uh, walk with me and I'm going to deliver to you promises and the fulfillment and the covenant. And um, it's what I'm going to do for you, with you and in you. Uh, enjoy the walk. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, two is that uh, we get drawn into what we call the bigger story. Uh, because of the covenant, the essence of the covenant, which is another core thing, uh, is I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. Mm -hmm. And it's a flow through. And, it, and the fun thing is, and it's, it's universal, and it's always fun. Um, it's not kind of once in a while, some people. Mm -hmm. It's if you're walking with me, God's you're going to be blessed. It doesn't, by the way, mean that you want to have trouble and there's things to be resolved. So that's, we're not trying to say that. But uh, you will be blessed. And then I'm going to bring you into a bigger story mm -hmm. and have you uh, influence other people with what you now understand. Right. And invite right. them, not to tell them what they should do, but rather to invite them to uh, get connected to the vine and, and live, enjoy live, the fruit enjoy of the, the, vine, the life right? that they have. And uh, you'll be drawn into a bigger story. So as we're talking about Tuftonboro, they, the people understand it at the very beginning of it. It's mm -hmm. like, huh, God called us here. Right. Didn't tell us why. And they were obedient to that call. Yeah, And I don't know why, mm -hmm. but we know he said, so we're here. Mm -hmm. um, and now what? You know, and, right. and God hasn't even told them the now what. Right. Other than walk with me, get to know each other, mm -hmm. uh, be in fellowship with each other, learn to hear my voice, learn together because because of what I'm doing in this area. Uh, and then, of course, you and Dan are part of that, and Dave and Melissa and Rick and Janet and uh, Rick and, and Kelly. There's something even bigger than that oh, yeah. going on mm -hmm. that you get to be part of. We don't know fully what that is mm -hmm. other than we know it's there. Right. Um, and you get called into this bigger story. So it's, it's really quite fun when you think of God's will and walking with God. This is the beauty and the fun and the privilege of it is that um, 
where we're going to walk with him and all by itself that produces joy mm -hmm. um, absolutely and that's joy for him and joy for us and then we get to see him work on our behalf supernatural things by the way uh, including the transformation of our souls right. that's supernatural um, yeah. We can't go do it like the fruit of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, gentleness, kindness, gentleness, self-control. You can try to do it, but you can't do it. Right. It's supernatural. It's funny as you talk about that, even I'm reminded, um, I was in a scripture this morning, just that was talking about, you know, the power of Jesus. Yeah. And, um, and that word translates as dunamis. Yeah. Right? And you know, there's like four power words in um, in the translation in the Bible, but dunamis is really this transformative. Like when you are in the presence of Jesus, you can't help but be transformed. Right, right, right. You know that His mere presence demands a response, and and so I think of that even as you're talking about that. As we're abiding, He is producing that fruit. We are being transformed, and things are being shaken up, and there is dunamis at work. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well, we're talking about the supernatural, and um, we're in this uh, uh, sequence now. This is uh, going to air here at the end of August. Um, this is about um, the hindrances or the things that um, are part of how we view things that diminish or don't promote uh, the supernatural. Uh, we talked uh, before about how do we get into that place to experience it, and this section is... What are things that we do to actually walk away from things? Mm -hmm. um, so uh, we want to talk about that. This is in uh, uh, Mark 8, uh, 1 to 4. It's an interesting, uh, the feeding of the 4,000, and just a statement of your natural reaction to that. So uh, mm -hmm. Mark 8, 1 to 4. Sure. In those days, the multitude being very great and having nothing to eat, Jesus, in those days, the multitude being very great and having nothing to eat, Jesus called his disciples to him and said to them, I have compassion on the multitude because they have now continued with me three days and have nothing to eat. And if I send them away hungry to their own houses, they will faint on the way for some of them have come from afar. Then his disciples answered him, how can one satisfy these people with bread here in the wilderness? Yeah. Okay. Now we got to remember the sequence of this. Mm -hmm. Um, what has already happened once he has already fed the five thousand just with a small loaves and fishes right okay. <laughs> uh, the uh and if you go and compare the stories mm -hmm. uh, feeding of the five thousand is the first time they've experienced this interesting thing right uh, and they have the same situation uh, by the way when it says five thousand or four thousand it's really referring to the males that were there. Right. So the, the group was much larger. Much, much larger. Yeah. So probably at the 5,000 was more like, you know, at least 10 to 12,000. Here is probably, you know, eight to 10,000. Mm -hmm. um, it's a big area. By the way, um, it's, it's a remarkable uh, location mm -hmm. um, where he did this because he even says they've been with me for for. For three days. For three days. Okay. Well, think about 8,000 people. Mm -hmm. um, he didn't go from, you know, blanket to blanket. He just stood and talked. Right. And dialogued with them. Mm -hmm. um, well, and they were able to hear. Well, that's the key is that 
there was no magnification system. Mm -hmm. There's no microphone. And so, and it's, and you can, I've been there and you can experience this and you can stand, you have somebody in your group stand where Jesus would have stood mm -hmm. and go down, way down the hill and you can hear perfect. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, the, the acoustics in that particular spot is, is, is that perfect. Yeah. Acoustic. Yeah. And you can, it's, it's like, and you don't have to shout. He doesn't have to shout. You can just talk and that's all the way down fantastic. the hill, you can hear it. So it's really, yeah. it's really a remarkable thing. Um, so uh, the feeding of the 5,000, you compare the stories. Um, Jesus said, um, um, actually the disciples go to Jesus mm -hmm. in the first story and say, you gotta stop talking. Right. Uh, they gotta call. Everybody's hungry. They because they're hungry, food. they gotta go get food. <laughs> Um, and, and Jesus says, uh, okay, I understand that. Um, you know, what have you got? Mm -hmm. Um, there was no, there wasn't any kind of thought at all because they didn't know. Right. Uh, well, what have you got? Well, I got this. Okay. Well then I tell you what, boys, um, here's baskets. You take these baskets and feed them and they, had to say, huh, this will be interesting. <laughs> uh, but they they went and did it. Right. Um, and by the way, as it was as it was happening, the uh, fish and the loaves were multiplying mm -hmm. in the basket, mm -hmm. uh, which was supernatural. Um, and they got to experience it. Mm -hmm. uh, and they had this amazing experience of wow, look at this. And they were drawn. We talked a little bit about you know being drawn into the bigger story. They were drawn into the Right. I wonder if the disciples, I know the disciples saw the miracle happening. Do you know if the people, other than, I guess the one story talks of the little boy bringing what he had, do you think the people saw the miracle too, or did they just enjoy the provision without recognizing the miracle? Well, think about, yes, the answer is yes. Um, and this, this would have been naturally, actually. Um, they're, they're walking with these 12 baskets. Mm-hmm. And people get right. Okay, what would have been their natural question? Where is this coming from? Where is this coming? From? Yeah, you know, because they it's not see that it's not and even like, for three days for all those fish, they'd yeah. be they would be rank, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and um, and the um, they're observing because let's say um, they give away, you know, the the the, the fish and the loaves. Mm -hmm. If it was something natural, they would have observed them going back somewhere. Mm. Well, go back and get more. And get and more and fill it up. Well, right. you're not going back. Right. You're just going through all. How is this, how is this happening? And they're going to explain because of God, Jesus mm -hmm. uh, is multiplying this food. Right. And they all would have seen it. Mm. It, would, it was really cool. You know, uh, That's neat. Which, by the way, is is the excitement of the supernatural because... Uh, the opportunity to experience it. God says, I'd like everybody, if they could, to at least have a taste of this mm -hmm. that should draw you, you know, to myself, which by the way, um, you know, many of these people would have been lining up on Palm Sunday, hailing right. him as the Messiah because he's done all the supernatural stuff. Now right. they, they, they had a misunderstanding about that, but they ultimately, you know, and then they became, by the way, think of uh, here there's five, 10,000 people 
uh, well, at Pentecost, mm -hmm. 3,000 people come to know Christ. I believe mm -hmm. that they've had pretty good exposure to Jesus while he was here. And, and they weren't, it wasn't a brand new thought. Mm. It was, look at what he's done. Now do you understand the essence right. of it? And they did. So that was pretty cool. But um, so they had experienced, you know, the feeding of the 5,000. The disciples particularly uh, had seen it. Uh, okay, now we're a little bit later. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're back at a large group. Right. Interesting enough, back at the same place. Different people, same people, different people. a mix. Uh, probably a mixture, but but similar people and maybe different people. Um, in this case, in the in the first story, G, the disciples say, send them home. Mm -hmm. Here, read what Jesus said. He actually initiates this. Yeah, he has compassion. It says, I have compassion on the multitude because they've now continued with me three days and have nothing to eat. And if I send them away hungry to their own houses, they will faint on the way for some of them have come from afar. So Jesus says, um, and this is, this is a, a, a little bit of how we start to understand the relationship mm -hmm. with Christ. Um, think about, and when you look at scripture like this, you can kind of look at, well, what could he have said? Hey, boys. We're in the same situation mm -hmm. we're in. Let's get ready to feed them like we did before. Right. And you, 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 you know, and um, he could have set it up mm -hmm. and just said, hey, it's the same deal. Um, and we'll, we're going to do the same thing. Right. Let's go. And if you would have said that, they would have said, okay. Mm -hmm. He didn't say that. Right. He just said, um, hey, have you noticed mm -hmm. that? They're hungry and they need to be fed. And all he said is, do you notice that? Right. Okay. Right. Um, and he asked a question mm -hmm. and he said, I have compassion, which they would have understood a little bit because the word there is, I care per, for their provision. Um, and, and I've already done it before. Mm -hmm. don't we want to care for their provision and take right. care of them? Okay, so then read uh, verse four, and, and this, <laughs> this is their response. Then his disciples answered him, how can one satisfy these people with bread here in the wilderness? Yeah. <laughs> okay, now, um, because they've already experienced this. Right. Uh, and what we're trying to illustrate here is that, and Jesus was trying to get to how did they react to that? Well, their reaction was what? Went back to the natural. Right. And they completely forgot <laughs> even the thought. Right. And nobody, you know, particularly we, you would have thought like Peter or somebody. Right. Hey, we've done this before. Jesus, do you want to do this again? Right. Which, by the way, we can sit in judgment of them pretty easily on this. Yet there are times that we have just walked out of this amazing provision or miracle of God. And then we face the next um, sticky wicket, as you say, and we're like, oh, how's that going to happen? You know? Yeah. And, <laughs> and, really, we, and we respond the very same way. <laughs> and, we, and we do. And it, and it really, uh, by the way, that particular thing um, goes to this 
simple thing. We've just experienced hearing God's voice. Mm -hmm. we, we heard him give us wisdom and we were in the right place at the right time for him to perform a supernatural and we rejoiced. Right. Another situation. And we basically said, I wonder if I'm going to be able to hear God on this one. Mm, yeah. And it's probably not. I'm going to have to go take care of it. Right. As right. opposed to, wait a minute. You yeah. Just, you just did. Right. You don't want to go there again. You know, and you're exactly <laughs> right. You know, we, we even after, as we experience it, we kind of fall in that same uh, right. problem of, of going to the natural. Mm -hmm. And in this case, um, it was so pervasive that all 12 of them said, well, how are you going to take care right. of this? Because there's no food here. Mm -hmm. And Jesus goes, <laughs> um, wait a minute. You mean you completely forgot already? Right. Even right. the thought? And I, I'm not even saying you should say we're going to. What I would have liked you to have said mm -hmm. is, well, we did it before. Do you want to do this again? Right, right. Um, and how would you like to do this again? And how mm -hmm. would you draw us into that? And so the, the aspect of the supernatural is that God is trying to train us that instead of only going back mm. to the natural on our current situation, right? Okay, I guess I need to. Mm -hmm. I would. He said, "I would like you to go the other direction, and at least ask me the question, right. and and train ourselves to make that our default position, right? Right. You know, As to go problem. there first rather than trying multiple things, and then oh yeah, now I'll go to him and yeah. see what he has to say. Yeah. And think about you know because we've been through this ourselves, where we you know we typically would go to the natural. Um, the neat thing um, and the one thing that would that facilitated even that was um, they were in community, mm -hmm. and the more that they kept uh, sharing the supernatural. Mm -hmm the easier it became to default more to seeking the supernatural than to seeking the natural. Right. Uh, because right. you're sharing, experiencing uh, that. And by the way, this is why we encourage everybody to, as you're experiencing it, and we, and we do as our mm -hmm. leadership group, and when we get together, which we've been together here in New Hampshire, that's what we talk about. Uh, yeah. we, we talk about, you know, what, what supernatural works of God has happened in your life and, and we want everybody to share the entire story, by the way. Right. Uh, so it's not just, oh, well, we, we had a problem and this happened. It's we had a problem. We said, God, what do you have to say about this? Mm -hmm. we, we got discernment. We got insight. We got clarity. Uh, we saw God at, at work. He gave us a promise. We believed it. Uh, we finally understood it. And then it happened and reinforced the supernatural so that the default and, mm -hmm. and we practice this a lot. And we say it a lot. What does God have to say about that? Right. Uh, why? Well, because he's going to do something cool. Exactly. Uh, about that. Uh, and so the more that you share that with your inner circle, with your group of people around you, and they experience it, which they will, mm -hmm. you'll, you'll go from what happened here in that the, they went back to the natural. Right. Um, and God says, well, I'd like you to default the other direction, mm -hmm. but I got to train you. Yeah. I think what you're saying is so important. And I think that is one of the beauties of 
um, of our leadership team. And, and then I think we have learned to all do that in our smaller communities right. as well. Right. But just this ability to share what God is doing. And like you said, in, in full detail, because that is faith building, you know, I may not be facing a crisis or a sticky wicket in this very moment, but hearing how God worked in yours is going to continue to build my faith so that when I hit something, my default is I saw him do this for him, right. or I heard this here and I've experienced this. And then I come with expectation yeah. um, of what he's going to do. And so that's, it's such an important part of community. I think truly to share that. Right. Right. And then as you learn it, um, when everybody that comes around us mm -hmm. who's beginning to learn, right. The one thing we teach them really early is, well, let's go to God yeah. and ask them the question, what have you got to say about say? me? Right. Um, and the more that they hear that mm -hmm. and then experience it, well, then they pass it. You know? right. So this whole it's aspect beautiful. of uh, experiencing it is one of the things that prevents it is that we go immediately to the natural. And if we try to solve it in the natural, mm -hmm. we'll never experience the supernatural. And right. he wants to flip that uh, as we go. So Heavenly Father, we thank you for just that really simple little statement of, they tended to say, well, there's no way this can happen. And uh, you were saying, well, let me help you continue to understand that I can do the things, particularly as you've experienced it already. Why wouldn't you go that direction again? And so we pray that we'll learn that, we'll be trained that way, and that our thinking will shift from us trying to figure things out to having you uh, experience uh, with us the supernatural. And we thank you in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much for joining us, everyone. Look forward to seeing you next time. Yep, we'll see you. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.